2: full episode of The Sunday Social. Now, I'm calling this a 12 episode series because last week I just uploaded like a trailer thing and so there are 12 episodes fully, you know, like a full episode. God, can you tell I'm tired? Full disclosure, I just got back from a holiday from Greece last night and then went straight to go and interview someone, so I am tired today. I am tired. So this is a little bit here, there and everywhere, but I am so excited to bring you this first episode. It is all about the future of YouTube. This is a topic that's close to my heart because as I'm sure you all know, I consider myself a YouTuber. I post videos on the platform and I'm a part of the community and I really care about how YouTube adapts and supports creators. And in general, I am just interested in what's happening on the platform, how we're progressing it, as a collective, and so I spoke to some really, really interesting people on this episode about where they think YouTube is heading. The first episode is with Callum who is is also known as Calix online. He is a YouTuber primarily, and I think, I guess, a producer, he runs After Party Studios with Ben and Ed, and they recently produced KSI's documentary, Can't Lose. And so we had a sit down, I had a chat all about YouTube, the future of YouTube and also more specifically KSI and his fight with Logan Paul which happened a couple of weeks ago as Callum was sitting ringside. Callum's very close to JJ also known as KSI, sorry if we switch a bit within this podcast. And yeah I just loved having this chat with him, we sat down at the end of a really long day in his office and just had a really good talk. I think his opinions are really insightful and really enlightening, especially as I'm in a slightly different corner of YouTube to him on the day to day. And the second chat I had was with Iman Callum and Nathan Zedd. This was the day after we'd been to Summit in the City, which is, for those of you that don't know, the UK's biggest YouTube convention. It's in its 10th year now and it has a whole host of YouTubers doing performances, panel talks, events, signings, meet and greets, and so we kind of shared our thoughts on how the event had been and what we'd love to see in the future from YouTube events on this next talk. So I hope you enjoy both of these chats and do let me know what you think about the future of YouTube on Instagram or on Twitter. Just use the hashtag the Sunday social. So let's start with the chat I had with Calyx. Hello, I am here with Callum or Calyx as you might know him on the internet.
3: Hello, how are you doing guys?
2: How would you intro yourself just as a yeah, because I ask everyone to intro themselves, because what I know oh about God. you might not be it, you know? Like, <laughs> yep. someone, I was talking to a musician earlier, and she introduced herself as a vlogger, so <laughs> okay, it could be anything. How would you say, how would you talk about yourself? Who are so,
3: you? So, definitely, like, number one as a YouTuber, like, 100% a YouTuber. I know that some people are quite scared of calling themselves that, or they don't like what that comes with, but definitely a YouTuber, but then I the stuff that people don't know about me to the side, like I have a business called After Party and I like playing certain sports and stuff. So <laughs> it's like overall, I'm a YouTuber, but there's a lot more to me than that, I yeah. guess. So I call th- me a YouTuber, Lucy. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Calix, uh, Callum, Can I, I'll call you Callum in this. Call so that's Callum, how yeah. I know you. I always refer to um, KSI as JJ, because that was how I was first introduced to It doesn't to work
3: during clickbait though, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like, there's been multiple times where I sit there and I'm like, do I just title this with JJ? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I understand it. I understand that of trouble.
2: Um, but yeah, I say that um, primarily, yeah, you're a YouTuber, but also you have this production company called After Party and you recently, most recently produced um, KSI's documentary, Can't Lose. Yes. Um, with your partners, Rubber Duck and, oh, yeah. oh my was, goodness, what? Yeah, I was gonna drop one.
3: <laughs> oh, no, no, Rubber oh. Neck, Rubber Neck. Rubber Neck. Rubber Duck, Rubber Neck. Rubber
2: yeah. Duck, run. okay, cool.
3: And together they're a rubber band. Are <laughs> you like that <laughs> i don't weird. know if that's actually public knowledge i'm sorry Adam ben so
2: <laughs> i can cut it as mine. so i want to talk to you specifically because you have a much more in-depth understanding of the f- can we call it a fight culture i don't know if we can we've had two fights two yeah. major fights they've been some of the most or the most in fact streamed um what is it the white collar boxing matches yeah ever i couldn't
3: tell you what they're actually called (laughs) no
2: (laughs) but it's it's a youtube is rocking it out (laughs) (laughs) it's a really big deal and it's been the first one was ksi and joella which you guys made the documentary about yeah and then um KSI and Logan Paul, which is seen to be a rematch. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Well, we get to that whole <laughs> fix thing later. I mean, that pissed can me I off. Can I
2: say something about that right now? Which yeah. is obviously they would not fix it because it breaks so many laws. Like, evidently. you could gamble on it. They are, they're doing this in part because of their pride and because of their credibility. If you're then going and fixing the match, which you claim to be so credible, and maybe one of you will consider going into professional boxing. Yeah. Obviously, not going to fix your match. Yeah. Like, you just. But gonna you know, one yourself. person
3: mentions it on YouTube, and then you know everyone yeah. latches onto it because it's something to talk about, and people find stuff that they have to talk about fun.
2: Yeah, and also it is like I get it; it's a huge coincidence in a way. Yeah, well. but yeah, we'll, we'll get <laughs> into that. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: There, there were there's there a contract in place. There was always going to be a rematch, if it lasted yeah. past the second round. Yeah. That's the facts. Yeah. If there was a knockout in the first two rounds, it wouldn't have been a draw i losing yeah. my voice already. We've been doing it like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if it, if it didn't last two minutes, there's no point in a rematch. So no, there would exactly. never have been a rematch. But it went every round. And you know, Lo- Logan literally couldn't stand up at the end. Yeah. But we'll get into it. <laughs>
2: Speaking of which, actually, I just want to shout out um, Goat. I've done a podcast with um, the guy who does upload that you know that I don't know Stewart. the name of. Stuart. Yeah. And it, if you want to know more about the contract side of the fights, it is so interesting. I actually haven't watched that yet. It's it's really That's good. It's Harry yeah. Hugo, right? Yeah. Harry yeah. Hugo doing that interview. And it's really interesting for someone like me who likes the behind the scenes of YouTube and not really the front. But, um, <laughs> right. Is
3: that why you quit vlogging? <laughs> <I> mean-
2: <laughs> I was saying I'm making a clickbait vid called "Why I've Quit Vlogging" and it's gonna promote this episode. So if you came from that, thanks so much. Yep. I appreciate it.
3: I really endorse clickbait, so thank you for <laughs> for clicking.
2: So tell me about what was the atmosphere like on the night of the KSI and Logan fight? Because you were there, you were yep. what's it called, ringside?
3: That was ringside. Yeah, lucky, oh. lucky enough. <laughs> got, I've got friends, you see. Um,
2: what is that? What yeah. is that experience for you as an onlooker?
3: uh I guess there's, there's two things right so there's you know h- how I was feeling on the run-up to that kind of like every single time I'd think about JJ hopping in the ring I'd, I'd f- physically like I'd lose my appetite yeah not for long because I don't care about him that much but <laughs> but I would lose my appetite and you know that it really shows like for even for us around him you know people calling it a draw people calling it a fix like it's changing how our bodies function and how we feel. Like multiple people before that, Simon, uh, <laughs> I love Simon, he always is, qu- is you know, he was quite emotional before it and after it, like, mm. you know, you saw him um, after the Joe Weller fight, run straight into the ring, like straight onto JJ. Um, and yeah, so, so how I felt as an onlooker, it was probably maybe a bit different to the public because they, no one loved JJ support him potentially like a football team. Like when I support Arsenal, I still get that feeling. Yeah, But I don't think they felt what we felt because that loss to JJ means so much to him and also so much to us if he was to lose.
2: Yeah, and you're also, you're watching your friend get punched in the face. Nah, that's all right. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I was talking to my hairdresser about this the other day because she watched her, um, her cousin do a white collar, boxing match. And she was like, that was the worst thing. I'm never going to another. Not because I don't support him, because I can't deal with watching someone I'm close to his face get hit loads and loads and loads and watching them be in pain. And I wonder if that's a dynamic. I know it was um, for the people, for some of the people who watched Joe, when Joe fought um, mm-hmm. KSI, like they really struggled with that as an experience because it is just-
3: It was pretty harrowing. brutal. Harrowing, yeah. You know, hitting someone around the head to the extent where they, you know, they can't stand up anymore Yeah, is, is you know, as a thought, is pretty, br- is pretty brutal. But for me personally, it doesn't matter, honestly. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> um, like, the only thing that would matter to me is if JJ hits the floor. And, and that isn't because I'd be scared of how he is because, I don't know, I just watch a lot of MMA, I watch a lot of um, boxing. Yeah. These people get hit a lot harder than Logan was gonna hit JJ like with knees to the skull oh. and stuff, like it's pretty brutal. And yeah, it, it that doesn't bother me. But I can see how it can bother people. Yeah. But as a friend, nah, JJ, you're fine. <laughs> get up off the ground, if he knocks you down, just get up before the 10 count and carry on.
2: Yeah, definitely. Right, moving on to just like the concept yeah. of the fights. This is a new thing for YouTube. This is a really new thing, I think for the internet in general, just because we haven't had these kind of platforms and then turn them into tangible events that are, I, I don't really even really know how to describe them. They're physical, but they're like, you're going for a performance in yeah. a way. We've had people do shows, we've had people do tours, but we haven't had people do these
3: kind these of- like sport, These like yeah. major events, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's Like, it's like, like the Sidemen football match.
2: Yeah, and they've got commentators. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. actually, you know what? That's the closest thing we've come, isn't it? Sidemen football matches. Um, and it kind of seems like you guys are are the best at orchestrating these. Like, even with your um, YouTube event upload, or yours, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> your side yeah, of YouTube, um, I was talking, I did a pog- an interview for this podcast with Nathan Zed and Eman Callum straight after we did um, Summer in the city, and we were talking about that and how.
3: I've never met Nathan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> I never met Nathan, but I, I see all his tweets all the time. I wanna, I wanna He's meet that great. guy. He Sounds He's really so cool. So
2: funny. Uh, but they Sorry were just. Sorry
3: no, no. <laughs> uh, hey, Nathan, if you if you hear this, I, I, I want to meet you.
2: But they're just so. Um, they were talking about how well. Eman specifically was talking about how upload just Kate is better to both the YouTuber and the and the viewer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All of that aside, <laughs> um, <laughs> why do you think it's you guys specifically kind of pioneering these kind of events? And I say you guys, it's like a genre of YouTube. I wouldn't describe everyone involved in that as the sidemen, because that's yeah, just not yeah. true. But it's, it's kind of I, like old gamers. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, no one really games anymore, do they? But they do great personality content.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and uh,
2: just really adventurous content.
3: I guess, oh, it's an interesting question. Why us? I guess you need an audience. Like without, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to sell out um, Charlton Athletic or any equivalent, you know, uh, football club, without having scale and, and the audience behind it. Because, you know, I'm sure there are people much smaller than us that have better ideas than us, yeah. and hopefully they will come up one day. And that's something I'd love to get into later actually as well. Is um, like the state of the UK and how we can all help. We'll get yeah. into that. Oh my God. But um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sure there are people that have better ideas than us, but it's like, we all made football videos, so why don't we have a football match and invite everyone along and do it for charity and raise some money? Um, I can't claim any credit to that. I just turned <laughs> up and played incredibly badly, so <laughs> whatever. Did
2: anyone, did you, people make compilation videos and then you had to go online and be like, oh,
3: um, like There's a, There's this channel that I love, like, it's, he's called Surf Roach. Have you seen him? No. It's pretty niche. Like, I found him from it popping up on my homepage, and he, like... He makes videos that are like um, the True Geordie podcast with Logan Paul, uh, if it was good or something like that, oh and he my just like gosh, cuts I it into like two that. minutes. Oh. Cassette boy? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so kind of cassette boyish, esque, whatever. Um, anyway, sidetrack. Going back, uh, <laughs> what? Like, why us? I guess because we have the scale. Because you know, people have grown such incredible audiences that they can just go. Here's an idea. We're gonna go and do it. And I think that's what I admire the most from like all of us. It's like, oh, we want to play a football match in front of thousands of fans and, and live stream it to, you know, two million people at home. I don't know what it was. Maybe a million people at home. We can go and do that. But Unless, how do we make it happen?
2: Yeah, this is the thing. Like, you not only have these ideas. I imagine lots of YouTubers have some, some extent of these ideas. But you are able to look outside of the circle of people you have and go, okay, so we need someone to professionally film this for a live stream. We need to hire this place. We kind of need producers on this huge project. And I guess you guys are able to go and find the right people or, you know, the right people to find the right people and delegate. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, um, something that because we're all so grassroots as YouTubers and we generally don't have any experience doing any of this
3: this. is the beauty of us all. This is what, um, I, I, I don't know what to call ri- rich rich i don't know what to call you sorry <laughs> like uh, manager co-founder of after party um mentor he mm. what somebody always says is that we're we're basically you know running a tv channel yeah but there's one of us
2: that's literally how i see it that's these, how these tv it channels everyone.
3: have 160 well I, I say that i say that's quite a specific number <laughs> yeah <laughs> because i think ben looked at take me out the dating show yeah. on ITV, I think it is.
2: I love Take Me Out, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> absolute guilt pleasure.
3: And, and it had like 160 people working on, on the show, like 160 people eee. in the credits. And it's like, I'm sure that I could make a Take Me Out and cast, how many is it, like 20 people? It's more 20 like my friends 40, 40? 30, All right, 40, maybe I not. Think. We'll yeah. say 20, we'll, <laughs> well downscale they, it even a bit. Then,
2: <laughs> I knew one of the makeup artists on Take Me Out and she was like, yeah, there's like seven of us. We're just like that's, putting people yeah. in the chair, go, 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 go. That's crazy. Then, also, did you know, when they go off, sorry, this is such a tangent. That's when like, they go off to the Isle of Fernando, they literally go down those stairs, get in a cab, off to Fernando. There is no break.
3: See, I do like that though, yeah. because <laughs> then that means that's real. That's like really mm. real. Like there's no there's no hidden emotion. You can't back out after a week. You can't no. not come back to the studio. You're out there. I like that. Yeah, that's no, how I'd run the show. They
2: actually put you there for like three days. It's wonderful. But um. But yeah, yeah if,
3: if we if, if we were if I'm I'm sure uh, and like the, you know the Sidemen on their channel they recreate um you know uh, Deal or No Deal and they'll just contact an art director to create the boxes for them. See that. And, and then that's they so rent good. out their YouTube studio and they do it. Yeah. And it costs barely any money and about two people will have org- organized it. It'll be one person's idea and they do it. And that's the beauty of what we do because yeah. we do something that no one else can replicate. And, uh, and I don't think people uh, credit us enough. And I know it sounds very big headed, but I'm talking about everyone. I'm talking about the people that are better than me, that are worse than, mm-hmm. that make worse content than me. Um, they, they just, they, they do it all on their own. Yeah. And I, it's just, it's, it's something that i think down the line um in 5 10 15 20 years when you see where we go from youtube they'll look back and they'll go oh wow you are one of the biggest youtubers and now you've gone on to what was get out created by uh, directed by uh oh man i'm so bad jordan peel is that jordan like peel yeah. yeah so it's like he he started on I don't know on YouTube and on like Comedy Central. I, d- I can't. I can't actually remember. I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. bad at the stuff. But he he's gone on now to have one of the best movies, cr- in my opinion, created <laughs> in the last year or two.
2: Yeah, and like Issa Rae? Issa Rae I'm so sorry. I'm definitely going to get that wrong. <laughs> the woman who created Insecure, that was a concept show on YouTube. She got discovered. Well, she pitched a lot of shows, but had her kind of portfolio. Her like four episodes on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and they had a huge audience on YouTube, and that's when she went out and. Was able to get insecure as a show, which is one of the most watched shows on HBO. I think I could be wrong. I've never um, seen it either. It's, it's <laughs> like it's all about um, it's like a sitcom for like black women, and it's like based in like black women in LA. And okay. What it's like, but it's like super successful around like all sh- all demographics. Yeah. But yeah, she's a YouTuber originally.
3: And and this is what I mean, like. Those two people, you've got, you know, Justin Bieber, maybe no one talks about where he came I from. I think about
2: Charlie Puth. Yeah. I was subscribed He's to Charlie so Puth He's so incredibly in the
3: day. Uh, successful now. Both of yeah. them are. Uh, and all of these people come from YouTube and the, I don't think people are crediting that they came from YouTube. They yeah. were YouTubers. Yeah. And they created content on YouTube. But hopefully, as it goes on, people will start recognising that, I hope.
2: So the whole idea of the episode is the future of YouTube. But I see what you guys doing as like kind of like the five years in the future i remember there was um you know the gleam team yeah everyone used to say like the gleam team is kind of five years in the future and they really were in their like prime like they got people on tv they got people to become household names really really fast but i feel like what's happening with the fights is so much further on than we were expecting Yeah, yeah like this time um
3: jj and Logan, like, not to jump straight into it, but they sold a, a million pay-per-views.
2: Yeah, no, there is a really, I think it got up to 880K, maybe? Yep. Um, and then on Twitch, I don't know if he yeah, knows, but yeah. there was 1.2 mil at least. I
3: tweeted out because um, there was a picture of the uh, staff watching it. You know how you can bring up the viewer list? No
2: way. So that yeah. got to, like,
3: number one on Reddit, and then I just screenshot it and tweeted out, because it's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, there are four members of staff in the chat, i'm not gonna go on yeah. that. okay it just pissed <laughs> me just off like, at the time
2: this is the thing and this is why like yeah obviously we bought it i watched it at home um we had a big part not a party but like you know there were maybe like eight of us maybe ten of us and we paid for it once that's what like yeah a pound each yeah that's true um and that's how it all like it'll be good when actual places start screening stuff like that yeah i was yeah. thinking like why can't we go to a pub
3: but I, I like this is the thing like this is an, another idea someone can go and do this I know Cal's you know Cal freezing my flatmates got his own uh, football team Rebel mm. um, they're doing really well right now but it's like when they get to the stage where they have their own fan base uh, like sorry they have their own fan base I mean like a massive fan base yeah. imagine one of these teams getting to the scale of like Arsenal yeah. or not, that, maybe that's not too far not even Arsenal maybe but a championship yeah, yeah. level or league one and, they've, and they can, c- you know, consecutively got, get three, four, five, 10,000 people come in every single week to watch their matches. But they're not in <laughs> a normal football league. They're in an influencer football league. It's yeah. so like when that happens, like, <sighs> I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Maybe it's too late. Maybe it's just f- no, a five-year plan.
2: Yeah, I literally, I think something like that where it's properly infiltrating. This is the thing about the boxing matches. It's still in its own lane. Yeah. Like, it's not actually trying to compete. It's not trying to get on television. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're no, not going to have, streaming.
3: like, a split show of influencers and then, like, Anthony Joshua on the yeah. main cast. No, exactly. It doesn't like make any sense. It's completely separate. Yeah.
2: Whereas, if Rebel FC are going for um, kind of, ultimately, it would be great if they get mainstream stuff that will take much longer just because yeah. you've just got to infiltrate really slowly. Because all these mu- musicians we're mentioning as well that have. Ooh, there are people outside, but it's fine. <laughs> that was
3: uh, that was a suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> I know the sounds I spend too much time in here.
2: <laughs> do you get to the point where you can hear sorry, this is such tangent, I will cut this out. When you can hear uh, various like people that you know come downstairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so used Ben's to got a
3: very specific walk <laughs> like down the footpathic. stairs. It's like a it's very <laughs> like he it's very fast. Oh he doesn't God. care about those stairs yeah. in the same way that you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm very delicate slash like the opposite of delicate. Um <laughs> like all the YouTube musicians who I fully feel have infiltrated, like mainstream, you'd never know. i say particularly Justin Bieber, Charlie Puth, and incoming Troy Savan.
3: Oh my God. Troy.
2: I know. <laughs> it makes me so Holy. happy.
3: <laughs> who are they paying for that PR, man? That uh, is incredible. But they not
2: because he I already know. had it. Like he already had that fan base. He's the only one that's...
3: But people normally lose it. Like he, d- he yeah. doesn't upload to his YouTube channel. He completely crossed you know over, like, it was. so subtly and so incredibly. Well,
2: do you, do you remember when he crossed over? It was literally this moment where he's uploading videos still every week. He goes to VidCon. Yeah. VidCon, VidCon. Yeah. I was going to say VidCon Australia. It wasn't. And he just announces he's got a record deal.
3: Videos end. I think I was there. That's that. I think he is the biggest crossover you had because he was a huge YouTuber. Yeah. And in the music industry, being a YouTuber is not a good thing. Again, going back to what I said, you don't realise what, what we've done to build up our audience. Yeah, He was like the biggest case, two, three million subscribers and then crossed over to music. And now I see him on stage with Taylor Swift and he's God, um, Ariana, Ariana um, song.
2: Real. Uh,
3: like, she, it's incredible. Well done, Troy.
2: Ariana said in an interview the other day, he is one of, Two people I like in the music industry who are also artists or who I'm actually friends with. It's like Ooh. Nicki Minaj and Troy van That's, That's kind of shady it. at the same time, man. <laughs> I love that though because you're like, I feel like I can fully trust in someone's good personality. Yeah. If Ariana Grande says you're one of the two people, two artists she likes in the industry.
3: But he was always lovely. I think I met him like two or three times. We didn't, yeah. I'm not going to claim to know him, but no, we met no. each other and said hello and hung around in the same room and spoke in the same conversations two or three times. And he was always so lovely.
2: This is the thing about YouTubers, uh, for those of you listening. <laughs> everyone's met. Like yeah. you have very few friends,
3: but everyone's met. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, what was I gonna? It's
3: it's it's hard because you're you're just so separate. You're such. You've all come from different backgrounds, and it's like you're university in your you're
2: bedrooms f- as well for your job. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, true. Yeah. I my old housemates used to joke that I was like the family dog because they'd come in. They both worked nine to fives. Like, what is that anymore? Nine yeah. to eight. And they come in and I'd be like, hi, how was your day? Do you want to get dinner? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm fully so enthusiastic.
3: And they just want to lie in bed. And then they have to do it again the next day. Here's another tangent. These people can't replicate the views, the people, the people that care about us so much that they have to use your name. Is this like, are are we we talking
2: like media? Kind of in general, yeah, like.
3: It's over for them. (laughs) It's it's not, it's not. That's that's, that's, that's unfair. it,
2: It is so weird because we're also at a point where I think YouTubers haven't, um, we're slowly integrating and the people who are, I say viewers, but you know everyone's obviously talented in their own ways and we'll go into all of these like, industries, whether it's media or production or whatever. Like We're getting to the age now where the people coming into those industries understand YouTube yeah. and they have grown up either watching it or with some understanding, maybe their little sister really loves it and they've watched some videos with them or... Their five-year-old cousin can't stop watching Roblox videos. Or I don't know, like, yeah, there is this slow infiltration happening. It's just gonna take another five years, yeah, I yeah. think, for the people who really do have influence. Too.
3: But I feel like there's a lot of pretenders about at the moment. There's oh a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of like, oh I, you know, th- this is how I'm gonna get clicks. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna title something in a certain specific way to get clicks, and it's just not it's not right. It's not fair. No, exactly. But that's what they need to do.
2: Yeah, Because otherwise everyone
3: spends loads of time watching their favourite YouTuber.
2: Yeah, and to be honest, if I saw an article called Someone, Someone, I have an alcohol problem, yeah. I'd be like, oh, my fave. <laughs> <Like, laughs> I'd be like, well, what went wrong? Um, Me too, honey. Yeah, <laughs> It's just sad. <laughs> um, yeah, where do you see the future of YouTube going?
3: Ooh. Well, here's a here's simple answer. It's wherever the YouTube algorithm takes us.
2: Oh God, yeah, this is, so I, when I made a video about this recently, I did say like, you're gonna notice, you, the listener, the audience, whatever, are gonna notice more and more people that you love the content of on YouTube put more effort into their content elsewhere. like, Like me with this podcast or like you with After Party. And the reason this will be happening is because the algorithm makes it harder and harder and harder to compete. And to the point where you know you have an audience and you know you have uh, some kind of discernible skill or talent or something you want to contribute and something you want to create. But YouTube stops becoming the platform for that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's hard, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had to personally adapt content and even stuff as little as like titles.
2: I was literally going to say your title game has Im- improved in inverted commas. To an extent, because it's like...
3: I've had to. Yeah. L- like, literally, from two weeks ago of, of us recording You're, this podcast. You've been killing it. But, but it, it, it's because I saw... A, um, I spoke to someone at YouTube, firstly, who said that caps locks won't work in titles. They won't be pushed as far, all caps. Because that's what everyone does. All of my yeah. titles are all caps. Yeah. Because that's what you do.
2: Wait, have you not been doing all caps, then, for these ones?
3: Yes, yeah, so and no.
2: Oh my goodness, wait, so sorry. So I've
3: been not doing caps, um, but at the it. same time, you know, the, the recent videos were a KSI-esque or had Sidemen yeah. in the title, um, just capitalizing on the event. Um, oh, but then, two days okay. ago, to confirm it, they released that as like public knowledge. And I'm sure it was public knowledge if you ask the right people, but the, the YouTube account tweet out the other day that Caps do not work in in videos anymore and that, and there was two people, you know how they like to do the two. Yeah, six. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you think of like titles and like <laughs> a, a, like how are you supposed to format them now? Sorry, this my is accent's so, really bad. This but.
2: is so clever because it all looks like everything Callum Zotto did title wise in the past like two or three weeks, looks like a newspaper headline. <laughs> it's no, it's good, it's good. Sorry, <laughs> no, sorry. no 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 no, no. no, no, no,
3: no, no, not in that way. It's just like it's it's interesting to realise like where are they taking us next? Like yeah. is that what they want? If if that's how you interpret it, and it looks like boy five unfortunately yeah. dies in fire, blah blah Emotional blah. Emotional video yeah. of dog yeah, yeah. Yeah, rescuing
2: neighbor from lake. Like, like why like, would
3: you not click on that? Yeah. Whereas like uh, my neighbor saved a dog from a river in caps. Yeah, I can see there's a there's a clear difference.
2: <gasps> it's about making it look authentic, ultimately. And it's I guess they, they just want
3: YouTube's biggest thing at the moment is they want to stop clickbait. <laughs> <And> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the only thing that does well on YouTube right now is a good tile and a good thumbnail. And that's all the skill that you need to have, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the, the content obviously needs to be good. You, need to, know, you need, to know how to, need to know how to tell a good story. But like this is the thing that I concentrate 100% on at the moment is a tile and a thumbnail. And why is it like that? It's because I've been driven that way by YouTube. Sorry, that was me touching something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've been driven that way by YouTube. So, uh, yeah, like, where to uh, so answer your question, like wherever YouTube takes us next is the main thing. But you've got to kind of also create your own destiny, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to do with After Party on the side. That's why we've got a brand new half an hour show. That's why we're trying to do brand c- branded content properly. That's why we're Ooh. trying to.
2: Properly. (laughs) We're trying (laughs) to put some
3: thought into it because there's a lot of people who are pretenders who aren't influencers and you know, I'm not this isn't aimed at everyone who's not an influencer doing influencer marketing. That's incredibly stupid. But there's people who aren't influencers that are trying to speak like us. Yeah. And it's like, well, man, like I've I've gotta just try and do my bit for the branded projects that are around me and try and do the best possible job. And that's not always that doesn't always happen yeah because uh, it's hard it's not easy but if we try our best we're gonna up the quality or you know up the prices for everyone in the UK we're gonna create better content make the brands happier make sure we're happier and not making content that we don't want to do a little bit of a tangent but like there's it's just yeah I where was I gonna go with that <laughs> <laughs> well, um,
2: you're making better stuff you're putting more work more effort in to the things that aren't necessarily the like big hitters but they're the things that create a portfolio for you and show brands how you work with them and their better branded content all separate things and then you're able to actually pursue stuff that's really sustainable off the platform
3: i'm on the show so it's like i'll I'll speak about what how i see it working and like what's next it's like i don't know how long youtube's gonna last for it's like it could have it could have ended last year it could it could end in the next year is if you know if it seems like there are events that Make me and my friends relevant again, like the boxing and the football and the uh, rap, the dif- I was oh gonna call God. them rap battles. I loved, oh, really? The, yeah, no, 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 Is I was that what gonna, they're called? no, 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 <laughs> I was gonna call them rap battles, but oh, you no. actually got the right word for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the diss tracks were incredible, and I enjoyed YouTube every week. Like, it
3: was, it was exciting, oh, it was and great. And it's, it's something that, um, me and the guys have been like speaking about, me and the guys at AfterBite have been speaking about a lot more. It's like, how do you how do you make the audience interested? How do you create a story in which you know, compels them to come back and spend 10, 20, 30 minutes of their day? Like they have 24 yeah. hours in a day, how do you make them spend that time with us and not somebody else?
2: And it was the way it was approached with such humor as well. I think I am not the target audience for the diss track, like whatever era. it was, era, <laughs> yeah. I'm not the target audience for it, but I loved it because it's British humor like a lot of the time I'm watching people that I relate to say stupid stuff like suck your mom <laughs> on like a really bad grime <laughs> beat. And I think that's so funny. Um, even if like, I don't know them or I don't watch their videos. Whereas I found it like, I'd never have listened to the rice gum disses because they're just not yeah, like yeah. when he was doing it previously. Yeah. So it's just not my jam. Yeah. Like why would I. And the UK this? stuff Boy. was just so much better, and man.
3: Harry Harry's stuff was so dope. <laughs>
2: And he's the rudest person I've ever met. Do you remember the time we met him and he was hands down so rude?
3: Was you, were you with me? Yes, at, it was in, me, in you VidCon and, and Sarah. Sarah. And so I, I lo- mentioned that in my rap yeah. battle because he goes up to her and is like, yo, hi, how many subscribers do you have?
2: Because yeah. you were like, hey man, I'm a big fan but also I'm like a big you're, you're not like I'm like a big YouTuber, but you know you. We'd spoken like, like I was yeah. like let's hang
3: out like where are you, where are you at?
2: And then I just stood there and was like lol and just watched the way he interacted with everyone and was like you are awful. Oh man, I'm obviously not gonna include that.
3: Maybe maybe <laughs> I will. You should inc- <laughs> you should include it. It's, it's your it's your opinion. Ew, but um, I don't know.
2: i I'd I'd say also if I do include that just a disclaimer. Most of the YouTubers I meet, if if not all, nearly all, are really nice.
3: I thought you were going to say really rude. <laughs>
2: just <laughs> terrible. <Just> He's <laughs> just the other end of the spectrum. No, um, they are, I meet loads of really, really nice people like, that do our job. It's really rare that I meet someone that gives me a really bad vibe, but he was one of them, but he had grown by like two million subs in four months or something. Yeah, it was, it's incredible. It's
3: incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible growth. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it's, it's, his growth was stupid. And, and, and then YouTube don't put him in YouTube Rewind.
2: Yeah, I know. Isn't that ridiculous? It's just, oh.
3: Put me in YouTube Rewind, please. But then why do
2: we value the... Why do we value YouTube Rewind as, like, our official marker of our success? Or, like, I remember... I think it was Evan and Dodie were in one, like, in 2014. And I was like, why... Why didn't I try harder to be friends with YouTube? Like, why am I not in this? Yeah. Why do I care? Is that the secret
3: just, being friends with YouTube? Is that the is Probably that the
2: one? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just so you know. Well you've got you've got a partner manager at the moment, yeah, it seems yeah, like. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where mine oh, went. I'm sorry. <laughs> mine went to Paris. <laughs> I really miss him. She'll come Stop. back. Yeah, I feel like why did we base our success in a way off of whether they include us in Rewind or whether we have a partner manager or not? Yeah, or whether we have that direct contact with YouTube in any way.
3: I think, like... Or
2: we're on Trending, even.
3: Like, yeah, well, uh, don't even talk to me about that. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I was on Trending every week for about half a year. I was getting, like, 40,000 views. It's I don't that, know why. Well, I still don't know why.
3: I know. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube you? have been nice to me recently, so I'm not going to go there. You've been nice to me, YouTube, YouTube, Thank there's you.
2: a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I think I should drop that in as well, like... YouTube are a business, and I know people say that a lot, but they really, really are a business. Like, if something is not going in their favor, they will find a way. Yeah,
3: they'll to, change it, they'll yeah, manipulate they'll it. Sort That's it why it the out. algorithm yeah. changed. I think they change with culture, they can't change with time. But even
2: then, they build relationships with YouTubers that make sense to build relationships with. They fund certain things that make sense for them. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. People sign NDAs, like, it just is.
3: Look. I think people want to be included in, in firstly YouTube Rewind because it was, it used to be such an incredible thing. Like yeah. the days of uh, Mystery Guitar Man, you know, I know he still makes videos, but when he was like massive, Epic Meal Time, Fred.
2: I Justine. I Justine, who's, <laughs> you know, Cat. Re,
3: re, I Justine's rebanged now. She does really well. Really? Yeah, good about her.
2: What's she doing? What kind of stuff?
3: Couldn't tell you. I'm sorry, <laughs> I Justine. But I saw her views and I was like, wow, you're doing really well. But. I think that back in those days you always aspired to be like one of those guys or like get to meet them or something. And now, you know, I'm not gonna lie, last YouTube rewind The last YouTube the last YouTube rewind or two have been a bit mediocre and they haven't included people potentially because they're too contro too controversial. I can't. (laughs) No, it's all right, take a moment. Potentially Potentially because they're too controversial, like your rice gums or, you know, with the distracts and the nude videos of playing Fortnite and stuff. Wouldn't have helped him.
2: I didn't even know <laughs> that exists, but I'm so glad it does. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, like every time he gets a kill, like someone takes their clothes off.
2: Oh my God, like strip poker. Oh, yeah, yeah, strip
3: poker. But yeah, basically that. But um, so I can see why they stay away from them. But it's kind of like, you have to embrace this, man. These people are earning millions of pounds of um ad revenue for you every year. And like, They're bringing an audience back to your platform and keeping it relevant. All of your safe videos over on the left side of YouTube, they're not going to... Like, you need your audience. You know you've already got it. That's why you're going after um, loads of episodes, um, loads of original episodes. You're creating loads of original episodes with loads of mainstream talent because you know you need to bring in a new audience because you've got us on lock. Yeah. So I know you want to forget about us, but don't, like... We're yeah. still here. So it used to be a really special thing, but then they stopped putting the people that mattered into it, I think. Not to be deep to the people that were in it, but like yeah. your rice gums, your your um KSI had a huge part this year, but yeah. you know, potentially wouldn't have been included the years before. Can
2: you even imagine if JJ doesn't like he was in YouTube Rewind last year, but yeah. I just can't imagine him not being included this year. Yeah, well. He's been like
3: he's the only person ever to sell that many pay per views. Yeah.
2: Like on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. It's just, he's so, yeah. But the, Look, he's, no, paid right.
3: his, he's paid his way this year. He should be in it. But this
2: <laughs> is the thing. Like, does that mean that pay-per-view and that kind of paid, if you're encouraging paid content, does that now equal, like, the influence advertisers now have? Because it's not necessarily that YouTube want the advertisers to have an influence. We just had Nazi Gate, or whatever we call that, with... Yeah, yeah, Pewdie. Yeah, and Apocalypse. And if you don't know anything about that, I'll tweet some links yeah. <laughs> I feel like half <laughs> my audience will be like adpocalypse <laughs> no one makes money on ads
3: basically a huge uh, advertisement like saga loads of brands pulled off the platform because of something that someone said and yeah. they found uh, Murdoch's found loads of uh, oh, videos Murdoch. that that didn't really shouldn't have had advertising over the top of them so yeah. uh, made loads of really big articles loads of brands pulled out and so on Quick two sentences.
2: Woohoo, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, following all of that, like the advertisers have such a huge influence in what YouTube is seen to endorse and what is seen to not endorse. But then I wonder if, because of the JJ and Logan fight, how that will influence...
3: Yeah, that's interesting.
2: ...stuff that is officially YouTube endorsed because they're bringing their own money now. Yeah. They don't need any advertising on that particular...
3: And you've got the YouTube premium as well. Yeah. That has loads of original shows like The Sidemen Show, which, you know, I'm sure signed up thousands that, of people.
2: Is that on YouTube originals? Yeah. That gets promoted to me. I wonder why. Of course it does.
3: Episode one. Episode one's yeah. put out for free. They promote it to you. You love episode one oh, and you so buy the clever. rest.
2: So clever. But Th- I mean
3: good But it's clever like, like making everyone sign up to premium. Um I don't know how much it is a month. Seven, eight, nine
2: I think it's only five ninety
3: nine. I think you ha- you have to buy it with YouTube music or something like that. They've changed it or something. I don't know. But with that, you know, that is taking the power away from the advertisers. Yeah. And that's the dream. You know, if the audience <laughs> can fund, you know, what we're making, then surely we can just make whatever we want. Instead of having to, com- like, not, I, I don't put swearing in my videos anymore. I try my very best not to.
2: That's so, it's so interesting I because that hit you guys so hard. Yeah. Whereas for me, I can swear all I want. I'll only get demonetized if I talk about sex, alcohol.
3: Demonetized.
2: <laughs> <Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo>. <laughs> um yeah, if And I only, other
3: yeah, 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 if if
2: it's anything like um directly obvious, like the only videos that are demonetised for me are related to sex, related to alcohol. One I found out really recently. But yeah, it's just anything with the title. Yeah. They would never watch it. Whereas you guys had it so bad.
3: It yeah, yeah. I, I when I when I upload a video now, I'm given options to monetize. Um like It comes up with, does this have swearing in it? Or like what type? Like as in, does it have lots of profanity? Very little.
2: That's so cool.
3: Should it be demonetized basically? And there's (sighs) eight options. And I think they're going to roll it out to everyone soon. Oh
2: my goodness. As far as I'm aware,
3: I'm not under NDA at the moment to talk about this. Like we'll check that. Yeah, yeah, check that.
2: (laughs) But uh, yeah, they often, YouTube do roll stuff out to
3: a select. They want to test it. Beta testing. Yeah, because otherwise it can just go horrifically wrong.
2: That would be so good. Oh my God, well done YouTube. But <laughs> this is
3: the thing, in one of the, one of the options is no swearing at all, not even bleeped. So I can't so I can't bleep <laughs> my swear words anymore. Mm. Like I can't put swearing in or else I earn one third of what I'd earn without any swear words in it. So that's where, what? this is when I talked about earlier. Wow. YouTube is driving the, the path because I'm a child of theirs. You know, I'm, I have to follow in their footsteps. Everything that they change, I have to adhere to or else something, I get hit with something. And at yeah. the moment, it's monetization. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I, I got a call and then a Harley Davidson uh, <laughs> went past the window and blasted us out of the room. Um, but I was going to say, I, I'm a, I'm a child, basically, of YouTube. I have to follow everything that they say. But in that, I'll, I'll stick to your rules, but I'll try and also build something elsewhere and make sure that I'm not just relentlessly... Uh, sucked under your bubble and like one day you can just demonetize my channel you can just switch that off like you basically did you know last year until I you know kicked up a real big fuss on youtube because I'm on twitter sorry because it was unjust it wasn't fair not get into that thank you for changing things and listening but you can just stop showing my videos to people and then what do I do
2: yeah
3: so just making sure that I build something on the side and that would be my advice to everyone out there in actually every walk of life. Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're sitting in an office and you are, I don't know, doing influence marketing and you're not enjoying what you're doing, then try your best, in my opinion, to go and get home, do some research into something else or start your own. Start, if you're not enjoying where the company's going, why don't you do it yourself? Because that's my advice, like, broadly over, like, everything. Don't just be a YouTuber, don't just yeah do one thing.
2: Don't just put your eggs in one basket as well. Even if it's just diversifying your income, so you're still a YouTuber, but you release merch. You do sponsorship deals, you have AdSense, you are running a podcast with ads like I am. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) Acast. But you know, there's, there's there's so many elements and so many ways where you can diversify your income and also whilst creating something more sustainable for yourself. And I think that's something that I wish I'd been told as I started this job because I spent a whole year I made 15 grand in one year because I literally just made AdSense and I got no brand deals and I got a tiny bit of merch money or something and that was it and that was like my second year of my job yeah what
3: (laughs) yeah and that's like that's equivalent that you know if you're earning that working a nine to five every day you're doing fine, I'm sure, your minimum wage is like, I don't know, like.
2: Well, it would take you up to 18. I think minimum wage takes you up to 17 or 18k a year if it's London minimum wage. So like.
3: So it's slightly below minimum wage, wow.
2: Maybe minimum wage um, elsewhere in the UK, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was like, like luckily I had savings that I'd saved from the previous year, but it was like such a shock to the system. It's like, how, how do people, how does anyone deal when the rug is pulled from under them Yeah.
3: And there have been so many of those channels as well, but just in general, but there have been so many channels that that's happened to, like gun channels, um, Mm -hmm. sex channels, religious.
2: Yeah, LGBTQ plus channels. Exactly. That's what is really scary to me is like education channels. Like they do not have, like um, if anyone watches Stevie, Stevie does LGBTQ plus, specifically lesbian sex uh, ed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's just not making any money anymore and it is her job and that's, so weird.
3: <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. How do you how yeah. do
2: you adapt your whole business model in like half a year?
3: It's yeah. crazy, and that's why you need to adapt, and and that's why some of us are still here luckily, in <laughs> <laughs> in in the, in the YouTube <laughs> aspect. This
2: was such a positive episode. <laughs> I'm just saying now, <laughs> this is other levels. Um. So I think in conclusion, basically, where do we think the future of YouTube is?
3: Yeah. Sorry. We. we yeah. We yeah. <laughs> We I just think had a future, chat.
2: The future of YouTube is, w- I think the creators will support YouTube as much as YouTube supports the creators. The creators will become more independent, hopefully, through such means as, let's say, pay-per-view boxing. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, like events, yep. learning, like merchandise, whatever that is, bigger, but also bigger projects. I think YouTubers will get more involved with these bigger creative projects and then
3: hopefully, uh, hopefully
2: become... I don't know, it's not about becoming more approved of in mainstream media. It's about just existing sustainably.
3: And I think as well to add to that, like there is always, right, it's like Bitcoin. <laughs> 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 Can't wait for this one. <laughs> this is my analogy. Um, you know, big, when it first came out, you know, it's, there's ups and downs. It's always gone you know, 100% up and back down 80%. Always grows though, right? <laughs> okay. How
2: much did you invest in Bitcoin? <laughs> oh
3: man, no, I've done okay, I'm I've done okay. i
2: like you're really enthusiastic. I've done
3: okay. No, okay. I'm, I'm happy right now. It's, we're okay. in a good place. Good. Bitcoin is good. My point is like, with, there's, there's cycles. You've had, you have your Freds, you have your iJustines, you have your uh, Shane Dawson's, you know, two out of three of those are still going. Then you have your Sidemen, your Next Wave, and then you have like Ricegum who blew up. You have um, TGF, who made great content for... <laughs> so <laughs> for like, all
2: I've seen is the head and the micro bit, but I'll take
3: that. They, they make great videos, really engaging, really entertaining. And, and they come in waves, and now you've got this next wave, and it's something that I've actually been working on quite a lot. Um, I've picked, like... I don't want it to sound like I've picked people, and like, they're lucky enough to be helped by me, but there are like, certain people who I've just followed on Twitter. They've either followed me back or not. Anything that they want or need any advice or if they want to make a video of me, like I'm open, I'm down. And so, um, there's a, there's a, there's a girl, she's called Elbat. Um, she's just about to a hundred thousand subscribers. Oh my
2: goodness, I think I'm subscribed to her.
3: And she, you know, uh, we made a video last week and, and not just, not just to look at the numbers, but it's like she had 80,000 subscribers. I have two and a half million. If you... There are very few people, and this isn't me blowing my own trumpet, but it's like, at the moment, people just can't be asked. They stay in their lane, they do what they're good at, what they're best at, and just get on with their lives. But like, I think we all need to like, at the moment, work together to bring through this next bunch of creators because it's getting harder. We've done all the ideas, we've sucked, we've hoovered up all of the ideas, (laughs) you know, all the easy ones like- You
2: have to be innovative. You have to be innovative.
3: Gamescom day one. Like <laughs> VidCon day one is what you yeah. used to be able to title your videos, and now you have to. Um, <laughs> That's so true. But sp- you you have to spend twenty four hours underwater. It's one of one of my next video ideas to to get a decent video. So like we have to help these guys to come up and and kind of start all over again, new exciting wave, and like start beef with each other. Well you just hate each other? You know, it make people care. So this is something that I've been um, this is something that I've been working on, and like. You know, like, making that video of Elbat uh, last week. Um, spoken to Nico a lot. Like, us videos are slightly different. It'll be harder for us to do something together. But I'm so down.
2: It's not even about that, though. Like, um, it's about just the advice. Like, he was asking for advice from me the other day for management. He was like, these people will come to me. These people will come to me. What would you like? But they said this. And being able to tell someone through my own mistakes yeah don't do that thing do that thing yeah, yeah. because I literally experienced the consequences is really like for me at least I don't know about for him but for me it's really rewarding because I'm like thank god someone else gets to learn from this
3: yeah exactly I can't exactly believe that. I went
2: through that thing and no one was able to tell me even though I was not the first person to be a full-time youtuber I had so many friends being full-time YouTubers for at least two years before me, and yet I still learn from my mistakes.
3: <laughs> but this is what I mean, like, there are companies that try and, that you know, like MCNs hire, you know, tens, hundreds of people to kinda, you know, part partner managers or a biz dev team, sales guy, but, you know, we get the emails in, we reply yeah. to them, we've made all these mistakes, we know what time of the day is to upload, the best times to upload on a day are.
2: We've also all at least negotiated one brand deal. Like I feel like. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, completely that. So just it's like it the, the information that we have is so valuable that we need to start passing it down to these people or else they're just, they're literally five years behind. Yeah, exactly. I, I started YouTube eight years ago. Yeah, so
2: y- I started like nine, I think it's coming up to nine in January.
3: Yeah. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> so we have to help these people and that's something that I think um, we are questioning about the future of YouTube. Yeah. That is something that I think is everyone's responsibility. But I don't know how many people are going to take that responsibility. (laughs) So that's why, you know, I'm not the biggest YouTuber in the world. I don't get the most views in the world. Um, But I'm sure as hell can get someone their first 10,000 views or push them their first 200 subscribers. So that's what I'm trying to do.
2: Thank you so much. That's actually been so refreshing to hear i think and i think that's why i wanted you to come on this podcast because i think i can talk all day i know i was (laughs) actually gonna be like oh my god like we should totally just at some point in time do a podcast on what it was like like the progression of youtube because i'm talking about the future yeah but really i'm talking about the future because i watched like if i started eight years ago i was active on youtube nine years ago
3: yeah
2: i feel like i've got a lot of thought on that and I'm sure you do too. Yeah, I'm so down. Thank you so much for coming on Callum. Not a problem. Appreciate it. Can't wait for it to come out. Thanks. Um, You can see all of Callum's fun stuff. That means videos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your Calyx on YouTube.
3: Yeah, just Calix. Google Google
2: Calyx. It'll come
3: up. C-A-L-L-U-X.
2: Okay, now let's move on to the chat I had with Nathan and Eman. Just for the record, (laughs) if we sound a bit tired, that's because we've just been at a three-day event. We were exhausted. Also, I'm so sorry that the quality is not that high. I was recording on a microphone before I got these microphones, so it's a little bit dodgy in places because we basically stuck a microphone on the top of a camera, just sat down and talked. But either way, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Hey, I am here with Nathan Z, who is a YouTuber and releases the Good Enough line of T shirts, I guess, and hoodies and you know what merchandise. It is. And then I'm also here with Elon Gallon, who <laughs> is a YouTuber, presenter, interesting guy. I'm
0: gonna try to sound sexy by the way, this whole podcast. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure if road mics can pick up sexy. Yeah. it's kinda of far away. Like whether they Okay. I'll do my best.
2: We are currently recording on a road mic because I've lent my microphone. This whole
0: podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I lent my microphone to a friend for filming a wedding and stupidly didn't get it back. But today we're here to talk about the state of YouTube in 2018. And I've brought you two here together because we've just been to a YouTube event. We've been to Summer in the City, which is the largest UK YouTube event. Yes. And. I think we just have thoughts, like, off the back of that is literally the day after Sitzy. so, uh, we're gonna talk about how we're feeling about it, what we think is gonna change in, like, what YouTube is like right now in 2018, where we see things going, and, like, that kind of stuff. That was really good, well done, me. What do you think?
0: <laughs> what do I think? Well... Yeah.
2: Or- I do not have, like, thoughts initially right now. I'm bad at predicting these kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I can't help but notice Instagram growing and growing and growing. Low
0: key. But at the same time, did you notice that IGTV, I thought that was about to, like, take over. I was like, oh, shit, it's over for YouTube. Because they took over uh, Snapchat, I think. Yeah, and they, they took, took over Vine. It's Vine out. that they took Snapchat. Out. I was like, yo, they're coming from U- for, uh, for YouTube. Cut that little part out. <laughs> um <laughs> but but uh yeah, IGTV I feel like died in like a week. Yeah. I don't think anyone ever clicks on it really. I you mean, know what
2: it is? I monetization. Don't.
0: That's uh, yeah, why they, they
2: haven't introduced it yet.
0: Oh shit. When she they get uh, that when about they put it. out like, people
1: are gonna be on it. Like, that's true. it forward, exactly.
2: Apparently they're thinking about putting it out in April, I've heard. So no, like, we might get it in April, but even then that's like long. Yeah. Like, we're going to forget about IGTV, I think, before that happens.
0: If they bring it back with like that, though, I think it could work. Yeah. Obviously.
2: Hopefully. And it, like, we still are learning how to do the portrait format.
0: Mm. Yeah, like, that's the one thing I don't want. video we yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And we've done like a landscape video, but portrait's going to be harder.
0: Yeah. It looks not fun. I don't like it. I don't think that, I don't know if that's ever going to catch on.
2: Also, how do you do it with friends? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like you can't do a collab. Oh yeah, it's just you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you and then one you of these You can you's watch on one half
0: of the video and then you can go on the other person's channel watch their half with like them. Their yeah, perspective uh, or the something. <laughs> yeah. Just cut the video and write down the middle. Hmm.
2: So, how did you guys feel about Summer in the City this year? Some takeaways you had from the event, like things you noticed maybe and some positives and maybe some things that you'd like to see improved on as a whole at YouTube events?
0: Hmm. What, do thinking, what do you think man? You've
1: been think? real quiet. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for you to talk. you are you putting me on the spot? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I, like I'm outgrowing it. I've been going for like, I've been going to like, well, Sitsi for like, maybe six, like five, six years now. I've been going since I was like, 14. So, starting as a fan and then as a creator, like, I just feel like there's been a huge shift and, Well, I can't even say a shift, but there's 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 only a certain type of person that goes to summer in the city you now, or certain type of person who's on the lineup. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not going to talk too much round in a bin somewhere, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I think it's true. I think the thing with with um, not even just city, but YouTube conventions is that there's always the promise of improvement, and once you've seen it not necessarily happen mm. over the course of a couple of times, that Becomes difficult and not, not necessarily in all areas, but in like certain areas. Like, uh, we, we talked a lot about diversity last night and the fact that I, was it actually everyone who was invited? Yeah, we was all at dinner. <laughs> yeah, there were like,
1: were like <laughs> 13 maybe, people, yeah, like excluding like maybe three more creators. Yeah. Then, yeah, like we went for dinner, and everyone at the table were like literally the only people from being backgrounds at Sitsi which is which is crazy,
2: like, especially as. Upload is very different
1: to that from what I understand. Oh yeah, Upload event is, abs- they smash it. They, they didn't do it this year, but I don't think they've done it this year. I think they've done it last year and the year before. Upload event, smash it. Like, the event's interesting. Like, it attracts such a, a different, like, demographic of people. Like, there's Asians, there's black people, there's white people. Like, there's loads of people. Everyone's there. And you get a nice vibe from it. Everyone's just having a good time. They go to the panel stage, the gaming stage, and they're just having a good time. Like, you don't get any sense of hostility from everyone, anyone. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a really good event. I hope they, they do one, like, next year, but I know they've been focusing on, like, the ksi
2: fight and all that, so... Sorry, guys. That is my dishwasher. Nathan, do you think Vicon is good for, uh, like, diversity stuff as well? And what uh, do you Vicon think is... it does better than Sitsi, potentially?
0: Oh, uh, okay. I mean, Vicon is, like, since, well, the ones that are in America, so the one, uh... I mean, it's easier to invite black creators, I feel like, so it's like the diversity there. actually, I remember the first or second time I was invited. I distinctly remember telling myself I was the only black teenager. There were a couple of like black adults, but there were no there were no black kids, like my age, basically. not even my age, but like under the age of like 25. So I was like, dang, like I look gotta represent and then now it's like everybody there so i was like okay now i feel better but um here it's uh you know it's a little bit more of a struggle and i remember the first time we did a diversity panel that was the first time i was invited to citzi uh was the first time i came to london i think that was two three years ago 2016 and tahoe was like we can't you know this diversity panel is like a big deal in terms of like we're not supposed to do it like he was like, we got to be really careful about blah, blah, blah. or like, I forgot exactly how he was saying it, but... Yeah, you it if we talk too much. Yeah, remember right. that stuff. So, yeah. Exactly. Like, it was not supposed to be a conversation that's supposed to be had, like, at that convention. I was like, yeah. whoa, this is like... You know what I mean? We're like coming through and breaking the law, <laughs> like You know, the YouTube law. So, I mean, it got better, I guess, in that regard. Like, mm. it doesn't feel like we have to do anything like spies... Mm -hmm. But, um, that was just so interesting to me that, like, that's the feeling I got when I was here, as opposed to VidCon, where, while I still felt like it wasn't diverse enough, I mean, I felt like we could, you know, talk about it, you know? Yeah. But it was weird to be told that when I got here.
2: Yeah, I think that's really interesting as well, because I see, like, I feel like VidCon made continuous improvements each year, and I guess, Mm -hmm. like, Upload never, hopefully never had that issue anyway, because... Mm -hmm. I like to think that if the people running it, like like if the behind the scenes oh, yeah. lot is diverse, then you yeah, end up yeah. with a diverse They
1: fan. were they were smash. They smashed. Yeah. it. I mean, they even got JMU on a panel. I mean, JMU. Did they actually? The oh, Sarah, way. Sarah, close. has on a panel, it was amazing. <laughs> I I I chaired it. That's so yeah, so good. It, it was it was, was that a music panel? Yeah, it was a music panel. It was sick. Like, oh, so like it, I wouldn't, you wouldn't see that at other events. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, it was sick, and it attracted so many people because parents, some parents that are like the OG grand friends, but with their like. 10 year old kids they were like really interested they came to the panel as well so like i I don't really think you really when i look into the crowd at like a panel i don't really see parents at city like parents who are maybe forced to chaperone their kids yeah but parents aren't really engaged But the fact they were like parents in the crowd asking questions i was like damn like this is Mm,
2: cool that kind of leads towards i was thinking like the big thing for me about since is it really is like um and this is just to say now like I've always, Sitsi's been so good to me, I love Sitsi, but there's, like, uh, some things, because they transitioned from a community event in a field, effectively, in a park, yeah. straight up to, like, the, like, year on year increasing, and within, like, three years, we're in the XL Centre, which is, like, the biggest convention centre in London. Mm. That's, yeah. like, a, a very hard thing to do, um, mm. especially with five people who didn't have an event-running background. Yeah. I definitely get that.
1: I mean, Ali Pally was Ali Pally was a vibe yeah, when he was in I Ali, really Pally, that, Ali that was, Pally. That was that was my favorite. <clears throat> I really sorry. enjoyed the Alexandra Palace ones. Oh, Ali Pally is the name. Ah, yeah. that's so good. But it'll be interesting to see how VidCon. I want to see if VidCon when they come to London. Fingers crossed. I want to be there. So if mm-hmm. you're listening, anyone from VidCon, shout <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, like, it'll me Oh, but it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see if they actually get Black British creators involved because I know it's yeah. with like VidCon LA. Black British creators don't exist. VidCon VidCon full stop. Black Blackbridge Critters don't exist at all, like, there's a lot of people killing it, we've got Nella Rose who's smashing it, like, we've got Mimi Misfit, we've got loads of people that are killing it, but, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I just feel like they don't think we exist, man.
2: Yeah. We're
1: here, and people are doing the craziest things, you know, but.
2: I think it's also about, with VidCon US, it's about what people in America are watching. Okay, I see. Whereas, here it would be a real shame if FigCon UK don't invite yeah. Black creators and also mm-hmm. the the American creators that the UK is watching as well. well yeah, like yeah. are getting mm. that pool because like like Nella Rose for example, who we met yesterday. You met yesterday. You, you, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm in the I've never met her. She seemed lovely. She's beautiful. She's got like a, such a good face. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we like literally saw her in the restaurant we were in. Yeah. Um, and she like her audience. I think would benefit so much yeah, from mm, participating in a good something like this, but
1: yeah. well I, I was saying, like I've been trying to get like Nello and some of the other black creators to sit see, but I'm just thinking, like, okay, so cool, we get them to come, they promote and they get their audiences to come. Their audiences are gonna feel isolated as F. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, they come through now and they look around and like they're the only people like them. They maybe go to a couple of panels that Nella and everyone else are doing and then they have nothing else to do. They literally go to a couple of stalls and then they leave and then they, how much is a ticket for 60 a day? 30 quid. Yeah,
2: mm. maybe even 50 now. I
1: don't know. Okay, I know a weekend is 60 or something. Or am I incorrect? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, to pay like, if it was, if it is 60, I wouldn't want to pay 60 pounds, like, to just go to a couple of pounds and then leave, do you know what I mean? I'd want to have more stuff for me, you know what I mean? I know they have the gaming machines, which are great, they have the gaming stage, which is super fun as well. Mm. But, Different things, you know what I mean?
2: Speaking of money, which you just mentioned, Iman, hmm. do you think creators should be paid to go to conventions?
1: hundred percent. I mean depends. If, they, if they're doing stuff. If they're doing stuff actively and they're dedicating they're doing a
0: ton of panels, they've traveled from far. I think they should be paid. I don't think they should be paid. Oh. Unless they're performing. Okay. Because if you're a performer you're doing like your thing, hmm. which is you know, like you're putting like your talent on stage mm. and that's what people are usually paying tickets to like go see somebody in concert but when I see somebody like just going to panels and stuff I feel like that's just... That's a default thing then. I feel like that's part of the job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's, right. like, it's like you're like meeting your fans or whatever mm. if you have like a million subscribers you want to see the people that um, helped you get there. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? Even, it's it literally would... like once a year mm. I feel like you... The people that get paid a lot already don't need to be getting paid to do this Mm -hmm. and i think that i don't know how much VidCon is like pocketing money but if it's like a lot more than you know they should be then maybe they should be giving it to some of the big creators that like are bringing in the most money for tickets, mm-hmm. but I don't think it should be like a crazy number because then people are gonna be like, oh no, I want to be paid ten thousand dollars to be here. Yeah, someone, yeah. someone else is gonna be like, yeah. oh yeah, well this person got this, and I have more subscribers than them. I should be paying twenty thousand dollars just to be here. Yeah, I didn't, and I said, half of them don't even do shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they just go, they do yeah. their one little meet and greet, and they like stay in their hotel, which is what I do. So I can't even, you know, how <laughs> I mean, like I got, I stay a lot in my hotel too. So no, when, when I said when I said the payment thing, I
1: didn't mean like just going there and doing nothing. Like I don't even, to be honest, like, I don't know if I just can for
0: your life. I was in right. <laughs> I, mean, the, you
1: no, mean, I you just said that was will no, <laughs> <My bad. laughs> segue into the meeting group thing as well yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I have a piece on that as well. But yeah, I didn't mean like just to go like and do uh, meeting sure. greet I meant like if they're actively doing loads of panels and they're working on a lot of things. True. Then mm-hmm. yeah, because well, it was a year I think I'd done like five, four panels and I was tired. Yeah. I was running up and down. But yeah, even segueing into the meet and greet thing that, that we mentioned, like I don't even like the conce- I don't really like the concept of like someone paying money to see me
2: yeah and then waiting
1: on yeah. the line maybe not maybe they might not even get be able to see me do you know what i mean because mm. like there's a lock off or there's like a system which means that they have to choose to meet me or someone else like i just want to charge someone to meet me i'd like literally go outside and be like yo guys i'm here meet me
2: yeah no totally for sure i think there's i think there's a case for paying the people who are bringing uh, like who are bringing people to the event? If you get what I mean, if you're marketing the whole event on the fact that Dodie is there. Yeah, I
1: even <laughs> feel like I feel like the line the line starting to blur, man. And I feel like when the kids that are watching us now grow up, we're not going to be seen as just YouTubers.
0: We're going to be seen as celebs. Yeah. Bro, bro, traditional media don't want to. We're like, literally going to do everything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally about to like, what's it called? I don't know where I was going with that. i was going <laughs> like mad <laughs> inspiration and be like, yo, like in five years, we're all about to like. Be... tired. i <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I get what you're saying. Like, who, who
1: even knows where we're going to be in five years? You yeah. Know what I mean, like... Yeah. Lucy, you're killing it with this. You're doing your YouTube as well. Yes. You're doing a lot. Nathan, you're killing it with your clothing line as well. Yeah. You know you. what I mean? I'm, I'm chatting to a couple of Hollywood lads, you know what I mean? Yeah. People? It's, it's with, like with legends. legends. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Just having a little chat with, with some some, some of the lads. I keep thinking of it as,
2: like, we're going into, like, Gambino season of, like... We, the way, char- like, Don- Donald Glover is Donald Glover. He's also Childish Girl, He's you know, yeah. he's, really, he's done his own comedy series on YouTube, which is how he got discovered. He did yeah. SNL, didn't he? Did yeah. mm-hmm. so, no, he didn't do yeah.
1: Sound like did did oh, yeah, did In he, he did Community. Community, that was it. He did Community. He's done SNL recently.
2: Dirty Rock, so he's written, he's yeah. acted. Atlanta. He's done Atlanta, obviously, like, directed, made his own series, and starred yeah. in it. And then he makes music. Like, this is what the future is. He'll probably release poetry at some point, like, the music
0: is like literally like culture shifting yeah. it's mm. not even just like regular music on the side like this is america was like the talk of the month mm. yeah. you know what I mean like when that shit dropped I don't know how it was over here it was It was, it was, big. It was big right yeah. Yeah, trended, oh my Gosh, the
1: second he dropped it it trended him yeah.
0: parodies
1: above yeah. above, above. that's, what that's the thing like
0: he was able to make it into like something that's like a, a actual conversation but I know when he was making it he was like this is going to be so memeable yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, but
2: this is like, I think we all have that potential to be the Charles Gambino slash Donald Glover. Mm. I think that's going to be what this YouTube generation actually is. Like, yeah. we start by doing YouTube, but then
1: we morph into, we morph things.
2: into other things. Yeah, mm. like, um, that doesn't mean, like, we start doing YouTube and then, oh, we become a Bo Burnham and we have a comedy show now. Yeah. It's like, then Bo Burnham releases six albums and then becomes on Broadway and then mm. does this and then does that. Yeah. That will be us. Like, I
1: feel like, like, the, with the backing and the eyes on us, we can really do whatever we want. We just need to make sure we're good yeah. at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're already
0: good at it. We just have to make sure, like, we keep it up. Oh, I thought you were gonna say we're <laughs> good enough. Yeah. And like, oh, Bern. good enough. And then it's just like end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've done it now. Oh I think this gosh. is it. Thanks so
2: much for joining me, guys. Um, I hope you
0: like the rest of. No, wait, I didn't finish. Oh hey. no! Sorry. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, I think we can literally do whatever we want, but. I think we're already good at what we do it's just like I don't know like my biggest struggle right now is like trying to remember that I'm good at what I do Mm -hmm. because I I get very discouraged and I like get down on myself because I don't think I am but it's like anyone that like um, appreciates what I do that talks to me about it like reminds me and then I remember I'm like this is what I was born to do in terms of like if i do anything else i don't think i'll be as happy as if i'm if i'm not doing a like something in entertainment you yeah. know so it's like just keep that up you know what i'm saying we're about to stay grounded we're not about to be fake like some of these people yeah and I said, yeah, that's it. yeah we're gonna be out here you are gonna see you in atlanta season season four season people. four let me aim for four <laughs> <laughs> i'll be on there you all will see right like, no. thank you for listening thanks for having us thanks thank you Bye. so thank much you for, for having giving us. Your opinions yeah. on I Has forgot you- we're not supposed to be looking at like the, the no. viewer or whatever it's like <laughs> to you like it's a conversation your yeah. podcasts are cool well yeah thanks yeah. for having
2: us <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having yeah. thanks for being on it yeah so I feel like after those two chats so many possibilities for the future of YouTube opened up to me I feel like I learned so much from everyone I spoke to I think with a focus on YouTube events and how the physical space is gonna like, adapt to accommodate the internet space or the digital space. I love the idea that we're bringing this digital space into reality and it's great that there are so many innovative ways in which we're pursuing it. So I hope you enjoyed those conversations as much as I did. Please feel free to contribute to this conversation. Use the hashtag the Sunday social on Instagram, on Twitter, let me know your thoughts, DM me, send all of the info my way. I'd love to hear what you have to say on this because I'm really invested in it and you might be as well. If you get the chance, please leave a review of the Sunday Social on your favourite podcasting app. We were recently in New and Noteworthy on Apple Podcasts, which is the most exciting thing in my life. I'm not gonna lie. So please hit the reviews. If you enjoyed it, share the episode. I would appreciate all of this so, so much. And thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week with our second episode.
3: and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us. Call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-Free Listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com newsadfree.